Welcome again to the podcast. I'm your host, Manal Zainuddin. This podcast highlights education communities from macro and micro angles. It's about leadership, learning, personal and professional growth, stories, interviews, talks, projects, and more coming up from around the globe. I always extend through this podcast Plutarch's famous quote, The mind is not a vessel to be filled, but a fire to be kindled. Thank you for being here. Reflecting on our lives, we could have excelled in school and the university. We could have achieved the highest university qualification. We could be at the top of our success pyramid. We could be highly admired, but still struggling to live peacefully. So why education in the way we know it should not be our only path for growth? And we can say it in other words, when education, and here we mean particularly schooling, when it becomes the only obsession for development and growth, we lose the balance that we need. So the point here is to draw the attention to education at a different level and also to draw the attention to five other robust learning forces that most of us fail to recognize. So let us start by asking an eye-opening question. Why can't the years and days that a person spends in studying for school assignments, for tests from childhood to adulthood, provide all safety, health, happiness, joy, money for a prosperous life? So with the exception of the rich, of course, aren't these years enough to provide all that so that an average person can live happily ever after, as we always say? No, they are not. That's what I think. Probably you think that too, because we do have people with high degrees in education who live a very unhappy, even miserable life. Now, what if the scenario is that we can have high degrees in education, but we can also have a stable nourishing life where we see problems as learning experiences instead of living stressfully, trying to follow up on all the tasks and all the obligations so that we can prove to ourselves and to others how capable we are in achieving the best results that we can ever dream of. So here uh, we have missing links. From my 43-year-old personal and professional experience, I realized that there is much more to what we see outside in our world. And I have put all this in a specific approach that I think it may bring all the threats together. And I will talk about this approach in details later. In this approach, I see education, which I prefer to refer to it as learning. I see it as a part of a six-fold structure That embraces three disciplines, unlearning, reflection, and reciprocity. So what are these six sources? Number one is learning from the self. First, there is the inner self, and the inner self is the most neglected source of learning, although it's the most robust source of learning in in my humble point of view. 
The inner self may be interpreted in different ways, obviously, and there is no right or wrong explanation. But as I see it, this inner self is beyond our physical body, beyond uh, our personal life as seen by everybody. So it is the connection between the person and the divine, our creator. And I think about it as a, as a garden that is near or that surrounds our home. It has pathways and vegetation. And the more we nurture it, the more it grows, making our home look spectacular and, and fresh. And the less we do, the more our house will be no more than this gray, lifeless collection of bricks. So the learning can also be seen as walking from the main gate across those pathways to reach our home, our creator, the great creator, the ultimate creator. And the other self is the outer self. The outer self is simply nature. It's the trees, the flowers, the rocks, the rivers, the animals, the sand dunes, the ocean, uh, the air, the sky, and all those majestic forms of life around us. It's planet Earth. Why is the outer self as I see it this way? Because we and nature are one. Just like we see ourselves when we look at, at a mirror, we are a projection of nature. What and how do we learn from the inner self and the outer self? And how is this projection possible? We will see that in the next episodes. The second source of learning is learning from the family mainly our parents, our siblings, which is the, the one-unit family and the extended family as well. So like mentioned with the three disciplines, what do we unlearn from unbalanced family patterns and particularly generational patterns? How do we reflect on our family life journeys? What we learn from them, what we cherish and what we give and take. So it is this overflowing state within our closest circle, which is our one-unit family. The third source is the learning from formal education. And this is the schooling that we know. It's K-12, it's curricula, and not not only K-12, it's also university. So it's curricula requirements, the degree, credentials. And again here, what to unlearn, what to reflect upon, uh, how to reciprocate, and all these will be discussed later. The fourth source is the learning from non-formal education, and this is self-selected learning. It is intentional. It aims at acquiring certain skills that we personally choose. So this is mainly non-coercive courses, educational videos, research papers, and non-academic classes, and the like. The fifth source is learning from ancient wisdom, and this is simply learning from our elderly and the previous generations. Our ancestors and our elderly possess a very special type of knowledge, more of a wisdom. I have always seen it this way. I have seen it with my grandma, with my grandmother particularly. This is the, this is the person I have, I have grown with and I have seen how she acted and reacted. And I think that in the proverbs that they say, there is so much wisdom and knowledge. They had no science. And yet they survived. And the latest of our ancestors had no technology, considering the period that we know in time. But they developed answers to so many questions in ways that until this day prove to be the only reasonable answer. And this is another profound topic that we will discuss in the upcoming episodes. 
The sixth source is the learning from the community, from individuals, other individuals in our community and the institutions all around us. There is so much to learn from people we see or interact with every day. There are so many processes that occur around us. So there are so many patterns that we can observe and learn from. And again, in all these six, there are three disciplines, unlearning, reflection, and reciprocity. Now, some may say that learning from the family, community, and the surroundings is informal education because it's the learning that is not planned or also referred to as experiential learning. And this makes sense, but I prefer to present it at a deeper level. And this is what we will be discussing in upcoming episodes. I prefer to use learning and instead of just education. And learning, as I see it, is the six-fold structure. So... Schools and schooling are only one-sixth of the knowledge and experiences needed in life. Now, this doesn't mean that there is no need to go to the universities. Definitely not. This is not what I call for. We still need to study a subject we like in depth and uh, the subjects that we are good at, the subjects that we can really contribute to. We still need to have qualification papers that differentiate the one who has worked diligently from someone who did not. We still need experts. We still need researchers. So what is needed then to pull these things together? I think the first thing we need is to redesign schooling so that schooling leads to the university, but without the unnecessary curricular components. We need to add more experiential learning and have less tight schedules. We need to add more, more skills and less school tests. We may need to do standardized tests in certain years, let's say in grade four, in grade eight, but it should not be the main obsession and it should not, if it is done, it has to be done for monitoring progress instead of just competition. And this leads to the other point, we need to eliminate negative competition and categorizing learners. And above all, we need to be to move out of the linear progression because it cannot serve us. Our world is complex. So how can linear practices serve it? And point number two, I think we need to stop stressing that education is the savior or at least the only solution for, for our development. It's a very important solution, indispensable, essential, but it is not the only solution because we've seen that science, which is the main player in education, it facilitates nuclear wars. Technology, it's another main player, is responsible in part for the loss of the values in our communities and the lack of connection to nature. And we know that nature is our only teacher. And in the case of AI, and this is the latest trend, the main player here that is moving at a very exponential speed right now, isn't it behind the loss of our data privacy and isn't it behind the fake designs that we have been witnessing? So how do we decipher what to accept and what not to accept, or at least what needs to be scrutinized before reinforcing it, before just following the crowd? How much accurate is the knowledge that we impart through curricula and academia? And, and point number three, we need to give equal attention to what we learn from our inner self, from our intuition and connection to our creator. And for me, that was a first-hand experience. More understanding of our families and how they affect 
our attitudes, our behaviors, and even our personal and professional decisions, more attention to how our surroundings, our, our culture, the society we interact with affect our attitudes, behaviors, and decisions. All this may sound weird, irrelevant, and even illogical to many people. But I think the more we think about it and review our life patterns, the concept becomes clearer and it makes more sense. This is based on my life journey and I am sure that there are many others who have noticed this in their life journeys too. Because if we really look at it, while we are progressing in the terms of the modern world, we are losing balance. We are being distracted from the core principles of our universe, of our pure existence. We are being pulled away from our creator and the blessings bestowed upon us as humans because we are being distracted by so many uh, factors all around us. We will talk more about all this in the next episodes and what we can do. Thanking you so much for being here.